What's up, everyone, and welcome to Project X Talk and Xbox Podcast episode number 77. Apologies for the late start. We had some technical issues, and spoiler alert, they're still going on. But <laughs> I'm your host, Kevin, aka The Muffin Mon, and today I am joined by Mr. Fiscal Copy himself, Ethan. How you doing? I'm doing great, Kevin. I'm in a good mood. We're going to have a great podcast. I, I sure hope so. We got yeah. lots, lots to talk about. <laughs> Uh, and I went to you first because honestly, I don't know what I don't know what's going on with the rest of these numbskulls. But I, <laughs> Who knows? I, I know we have the human alpaca himself, Tom, calling in live from his phone. Hopefully, I don't sound too trash. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you'll, you'll fix it during the podcast. Um, I mean, I mean, Garrett's been doing it this way for like over a year. It can't be that bad, right? <laughs> He sounds better than you. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Dang, well, what kind of phone are you rocking? What's wrong? I have an iPhone 13. That should be sounding that's perfect. The problem. That's Apple. yeah, that's the problem. Apple. Ah, yeah. Apple screwed me. Inferior product. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll forgive you. Uh, the other voice you hear is the voice from the abyss, the double A man himself, Garrett. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> Everyone in the chat says Tom sounds great. I don't know what you guys are hearing, but I'm glad. That's, that's some supportive, some some supportive fans right there. Thank yeah. you guys. <laughs> uh, and all the way from Italy, Aman, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Good to be back. Uh, good to have you back. How's the pasta situation? Um, I started squirting ketchup and mayonnaise all over my pasta. Don't even yeah. joke about that. You're going to get deported. Why would you do that, Amon? Are you trying to get murdered while you're out there? <laughs> Bro, I've got like seven death threats already. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the person to who him. says, I hate Halo on an Xbox podcast. And I got seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I assume Mimi is reacting to yeah, the disgustingness exactly. <laughs> for the pasta. There's no uh, way he's being real. <laughs> oh, guys, we're off to a great start. And remember, if you like the podcast, we're live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern time right here on YouTube. If you can't catch us live, we post Friday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time on all your favorite podcast service. And while you're over there, we'd love if you could drop us a rating, a review. It does help us grow, whether that's on Apple, Spotify, whatever you want. You know, preferably five stars, but... Go with your heart. Follow, follow yourself. Um, and if you leave us a five-star review on Apple, we will read it live on the show. If you want to interact with us more, because after this, who wouldn't want to talk to us all the time? <laughs> come join our Discord. The link is in the description down below. And if you want access to all our content early, head on over to patreon.com slash projectxtalk. And for $1 a month, you can get all of our content days weeks probably not weeks days early um so shout out to bucky blue and hopple for supporting us you also get the patreon shout out if you support us a little more uh you know that could be you your name could be up there next week one dollar yeah that's all i'm saying uh but now that we got housekeeping out of the way time to start every podcast as we do by going around the room and asking one simple question that question is what's your plan so i'm gonna start with ethan what's your plan buddy I've been playing a ton of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, a lot of it with Garrett as well. So I know he has a lot more to talk on it. Um, 
just another awesome game from Gearbox. I, I think one thing that we have to highlight here is that it came out very finished. We had some server issues the first days with the with the shift servers, but they weren't anything serious. But in terms of gameplay, graphics, all that stuff, this game has been running flawlessly on my Series X. I absolutely love it. It's just a great little bite-sized, you know, Borderlands game. Um, the story isn't crazy complicated. It's easy to follow. This game has made me laugh more than any game in a very long time. Um, it's just an awesome experience. I absolutely love Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I, I mean, I'll, I'll probably do a review on it if nobody else wants to do it. Kevin, if you want to do a review with me, I think that would oh, be pretty fun. I could rock that review with you. That'd be fun. Yeah, we could do like a group review on it because I know a bunch of us are playing it. Um, and then the other game I'm playing is Microsoft Flight Simulator. I jump into that all the time every now and then. Um, they just did an update for Spain and Portugal, which are really fun. You can go on more of those little cruising. I, I forget what they're called. They're like cruising missions where you spawn at like a cool location and go around and explore it in a little um, Cessna plane or something like that. So that's been an absolute blast. Um, so, yeah, just a lot of tiny Tinas and a lot of Microsoft Flight Sim. Nice, nice. Uh, I don't know if I'm qualified to do that review. I played for like two hours the day it came out. And then since then, my experience has just been hopping into my brother's game and him carrying me and like boosting my level. Um, so I, I actually haven't played the game very much. It's more of like a chat situation. Yeah. And I'm just kind of there, you know. <laughs> um, but Garrett, I'm going to head over to you because you've also <laughs> been playing Tiny Tina. Yeah, well, I'll get the boring one out of the way. Continuing to play Civ Six, that game takes forever. Probably going to be in the let's play for another few weeks. But yeah, no, played Tiny Tina's. In perspective on how much I've played it, when you were at the two hour and fifteen minute mark, I was at the one and a half day mark. I've played a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a ton of fun. I like how you could either vault through the story very quickly, like. I don't know. We were talking about it, like it's got a lot of content, but I find that there's no of not a lot of the overworld running around because you could do all that overworld is so small and condensed, right? You could get all the way from your starting town all the way to the last boss just running there if you have it all unlocked in like a minute and a half, two minutes on the Xbox Series X just because of the loading. So like, I don't know. I think that's really handy. It makes traveling around a lot quicker, which I liked because it feels like uh, Borderlands 3. You could have cut up probably six, seven hours out of the story if they just sort of had uh, the same condensement, if that makes any sense. But uh, yeah, I'm having a ton of fun. Chaos, like level seven. Yeah. It's good. Uh, it's Kyle in the chat says level 40, myth rank 66. Let me know if you want to farm those chaos levels. I'm down. That's nutty. Yeah. <laughs> People got a got a game, you know? Uh, so you, you you both in love with Tiny Tina's. That's great. Oh, yeah. um, I'm going to – I'll talk about – tiny. I, I mean, I talked about Tiny Tina's, but I'll, I'm going to go next because Aman has specifically requested to go second to last before Tom for some reason. I don't know why. Um, so this week I have played Tiny Tina's I've talked about. I've played Persona 4 Arena Ultimax on Steam. I'm working my way through all the stories there. And this game, uh, the story mode is less of a fighting game and more of a visual novel with the occasional fights. 
So a lot of the time I just put it on auto and then the, I'll just sit there and like listen to the cutscenes, And then occasionally like every five minutes, maybe I'll get a fight and then I'll beat the fight, put my controller down and then I'll continue watching. Um, not at all what I, I thought the story would be. I thought there would be a lot more combat, but there's like 16 characters to get through. So which maybe game is this? Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Oh man, that's a mouthful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Original, <laughs> originally an Xbox 360 game, but it got remastered and came out on everything but the Xbox. So oh, okay. Uh, I got it on Steam for free, so I'm I'm not complaining. Uh, plus, I love Persona 4, so this is like a sequel to that. Um, other than that, the two big releases, apart from Tiny Tina that came out last Friday, were Ghostwire Tokyo and Kirby the Forgotten Land. I have played and beaten both of them. So I my review for Ghostwire Tokyo is up on the channel. Uh, whether I talk about whether you should wait for it to come to Game Pass next year or whether you should dive in now if you have a PlayStation 5 or PC that can play it. I have, I'm not going to spoil much, just I have mixed thoughts on the game. I like the story, but there is, I, I definitely have some critiques um, and you can, you can go listen to my review of that. In terms of Kirby, man, what a fantastic little game. I adored this game. Uh, I found myself go when when the girlfriend was like, "I want to go out shopping." I was like, "Okay, that's great. I'm gonna sit in the car and play Kirby, and you're gonna go in shopping because I just wanted to play more and more of Kirby this weekend." And I beat it last night or two nights ago. It's just so much fun. This is this is the best Kirby game hands down that has there has ever been. The copy abilities, the upgrading of copy abilities is absolutely amazing. You yeah, wanna... uh, did, did just to clarify, is this a two-player Kirby game? Because yes. I'm thinking, okay, good. Because me and my wife are super excited to pick this up. I'm probably going to be buying it soon. So I will give the caveat that it, it is co-op. You can do everything in co-op, but one person plays as Bandana Waddle Dee the entire time, so you do not get the experience of like using the copy abilities. You get oh, okay. you play as Bandana Wildy and just have his spear to attack enemies with. Hmm. So, like in mouthful mode, uh, the Bandana Wildy will jump on Kirby, and you can like rain <laughs> spears down from the sky. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's some fun little stuff in there. Uh, co-op is definitely it's it's fun. Certainly, um, my girlfriend and I are are playing through it co-op as well because I beat the game, but. She likes to kind of just sprint through levels, and I was more like, I want to uncover and like find do all right, the little right. challenges and everything. That's not how she likes to play games. She's just there because of the pink little cute fluff ball. <laughs> um, so we'll play. We'll I'll play through it again. The game isn't very hard. It's a Kirby game, except for the final boss. The final boss is actually pretty hard. I died multiple times in the final boss, but I just love the upgrade path in Kirby. And that's, that's something like, I feel like we haven't seen before with Kirby games where you can actually like evolve his abilities. So like you start with the basic fire and then you get like lava and then you get like dragon flames. It's so dope, man. Uh, yeah. I didn't know there's more than two evolution. Like it's crazy. And the, the town will expand. You can do fishing. You could do a little uh, mini game where you like serve the bandana or the waddle D's food it's it's absolutely adorable. This game is fantastic. Yeah, it seems like they really expanded a lot on what Kirby can do, like his mechanics and stuff like that. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. 
Uh, Mimi J in the chat says, I would like to play Elden Ring, but my husband hogs the console. Kick his ass off. <laughs> Unplug it. It's a, you're over. You're done, Jack. <laughs> I entered I entered another giveaway to try to win Elden Ring, guys, because at this point, I'm very much committed to not paying for this game. Come on. I, 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 I just know I'm Why? not going to. I know I'm not going to like it. Just play it for two hours and refund it. That didn't work for me. That does not work for me. All right. That work, that you got to be charismatic. Remember, remember your P's and Q's and seem like you're a chill guy. Just like, hey, how's it going, Susan, in accounting? No. The, the you don't refund, even need to call them. You just the refund process is automatic. Yeah, and then you get denied in 30 seconds. That's weird. Unless yeah, you see, use I PayPal. Just that step. I just call. You just call. You're in. Because well, you're old. No, you're in Canada. Xbox Canada is way nicer. Okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, I'm not going to lie. They are. And like we have like maybe 10, 15 seconds. Oh, you played 50 hours and didn't like it? That's okay. <laughs> we can give you a refund. That's date. okay there, but I thought the fourth <laughs> loss was pretty stinky too there, but. <laughs> all the companies in Canada, the Canada branches are always that's why. Listen, all I'm saying is the Canada PlayStation Canada, PlayStation or Xbox Canada hand out codes to everyone. They're giving yeah, they're 100%. giving stuff away. Uh, they don't they don't do that here in America. America, no. you actually got to be like a big channel. Uh, otherwise, PlayStation and Nintendo will be like, who are you? Like, F who off. are you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aman, uh, was that? Yeah, that was it. That was that was all I played. Okay. Uh, Aman, you you requested to go second to last. Tom is gone. I hope it yes. doesn't ruin anything. But <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So I've been playing on something I've never played on before. This is something brand new. Um, it is the um, have a get someone. Come on, Kevin, go first. Who, what do you Steam think I'm playing? Deck. On? No, <laughs> Game Boy <laughs> um, Advance. Ethan, shut up. No, um, wait one. <laughs> Shut up. What? <laughs> what? He said PlayStation, PlayStation 5. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's not those. It is actually the PlayStation 3. Um, uh, why? Yeah, I'm why? having some... <laughs> Okay, I got it for $20 off a very sketchy website. And um, oh. it works just fine. I got a couple of games with it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, so let me tell you the games I've been playing so far. Uh, I've played Infamous, um, the first one with the bald guy. Uh, yes, yeah, that game is really good. That that game is really really good. I think it's way better than Second Son and First Light, like miles better. Um, the st story wise, um, I wouldn't say gameplay obviously, but like yeah, care uh, the characters are just miles better. The power, I like the electricity power way better than um, Delson's smoke power, I guess. Well, but First yeah, Light I'm sucks. That game. I think I'm like, and pardon. First light sucks. Second Sun is really good. Oh yeah, first first light's like a five hour game. That sucks. Yeah, but like it's better than Second Sun. Way better. Um, and yeah, uh, I've also been playing uh, another game. I haven't played this game for a long time. It's Batman Arkham Origins. <laughs> uh, I think this oh, is a here we go. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I think this is an extremely well, underrated play. Batman game. Um, obviously, I think it's the worst out of the all the Arkham games, but damn, it is a good game. The, I think it has one of the best uh, character reveals with... Uh, I, I, I can't spoil it, but yeah, it has one of the best character reveals near the end of the game. So, yeah. Hold up, bro. Did you just say, I can't spoil it to a decade-plus old <laughs> game? <laughs> no, see, Kevin, you're going to play those games one day. I know no, all the reveals, oh. man. Yeah. Oh, you know the reveal? Okay. 
You th- so, yeah, you think I haven't watched video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You think I haven't watched a, a freaking Watch Mojo video in my life? In the last Harry Potter watch movie, movie. <laughs> too, bud. <laughs> but yeah, um, the Joker reveal was a pretty good one. I also, I also really like Joker in this game. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good. I think it's um, Troy Baker voicing him. Fantastic job, especially for like a 2013 game. Fantastic job. Awesome. And yeah, that's, that's all. Awesome. That'll, you know what? That'll, that'll I, come see in. now. I actually uh, like looking back at the games on PlayStation Three. I think I might like this more than the 360. No, we're we're not going to transfer this conversation on the podcast. You want to start this? Because this will be a two-hour-long podcast if we're going to get into that whole argument. (laughs) We'll do that on a slow news week. I played like... I I remember I I beat like five games on the 360. So like... And then like just looking at the game selection now... It's because you were six when the 360 was dying. (laughs) Yeah. But no, like just looking at the game selection... The PS3's games catalog is way better. I can't with bro, bro. Okay, this is we were just having this conversation in Discord. Mass Effect exclusive to the 360. Yeah, Bioshock then, like, exclusive yeah. to the 360. Just the first ones. The first ones. The 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 worst out of both series. The worst games out of both series. <laughs> First of all, first of all, I'm smashing stuff. All right, this is you got me worked up. Mass Effect Three is undoubtedly the worst, and Bioshock no, I, Two I, I, I is undoubtedly one. the worst. I thought Three was better than One. This game is a masterpiece, Amon. I, I love the first Mass Effect game. A Mass Effect Three was better than Mass Effect. No, it one. wasn't. Not in any way. <laughs> Bioshock Two is also the worst of the Bioshocks. I disagree with that as well. Okay, yeah, I know. Infinity, I think it's the worst one. We're, we're going to be a four man podcast by the end of this. I swear to God. <laughs> Kyle, my, it's Kyle knows. Bioshock 1 is by far the best. How dare you? Yeah. Bioshock no, 1. No, I is think the Bioshock best, I think and, two. Uh, third one is the best. Bioshock Infinite's the best. All right. Oh, oh my God. Infinite's the Yes. Stop. Oh. Stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Takes courage to admit facts. Stuff around a room. Why are you doing this? This guy's all about the hot takes. And by hot takes, I mean just spouting this. nonsense. We just started the podcast and I'm not sweating. Nonsense, now. Like, if you go back and replay those games, I would say the I would say the story of Bioshock One was way better, but everything else Bioshock Infinite does way better. That is by far the best in the series. Yeah, they have the best big daddies. The best uh, environmental fighting. <laughs> By that, I mean zero. And Everyone just went dead silent. <laughs> we're, we're, oh, listen, the, I'm literally the Dennis Reynolds meme right now of I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds. All yeah. right? <laughs> how I'm feeling. I'm ready to rip. I'm, re- I'm going to go to Italy and sh- drown you in pasta. Yeah, I've been meaning to go to Italy. Yeah, but then I'll have quart ketchup and mayonnaise all over that pasta. You won't be able to. You'll be gargling <laughs> tomato sauce. You just woke you. up today and decided violence, didn't you? Yeah, man. That's, exactly that's what you did today. Yeah, you guys missed me, right? I wasn't here for like, what, three, three, four weeks? Yeah, it's so good. Somebody, that I, I, I had to come with the bank. <laughs> and you know what? 20 minutes in, I'm all ready for, ready for you to be gone again. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> 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 
Yikes. Five of us, guys. Tom. Tom. All right. So first, before I move forward, how do I sound? I don't, I'm like, my microphone that I actually use is not functioning right now. You sound, you sound all right. You sound, sound better, better than, than what you were. Yeah, you sound yeah. better than what you were, I think. But cool. I just want to know what you're playing. Save us from Amon. <laughs> Please. Uh, what? No, well, you guys said I wasn't here last week, so. No, no, I so be- I basically just said Bioshock Infinite is the best in the Bioshock series, and uh, Mass Effect 1 is you the worst in the Mass Effect series. We're moving on. We're moving <laughs> on. Please, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I agree, Amon. Uh, Infinite's the best. Yes, <laughs> let's go. But moving forward, so I played Elden Ring, obviously. That's what I've been on. And I play, I put so much more hours since the last time I talked about this. I'm at 105 hours. And I've played through the game three times already. Wow. Yes, the oh game is gosh. it's such a fun game. I I I have been winding down like I I'm pretty sure you've seen me like online less and less lately, but dude, there's no way that this game is not going to be my game of the year just so if the amount of hours that I It's going to be game of the year. There's I no don't doubt. think there's anything else that I like for me personally that would overshadow it including Starfield. So, there's that. Yeah, that might be the only contender. Yeah, and I, we have to wait to see. I had to wait and see situation, so we'll we'll see uh, at the end of the year. Uh, besides that, uh, I've been playing uh, Crusader Kings three as well. Fantastic game! Oh, like I've been enjoying this my time with this game. It's such a hard game, by the way. I don't know if you've ever played like a grand strategy game or like a game made by Paradox. They like to make games that are complicated and like they go in depth, like hell in it. Uh, I had so much fun in it. And so the way it works, like you start off with, you pick on like whichever leader you want to be in whichever time era. And the way the game progresses, it's based off your lineages. So literally after my first guy died, my first king, his son took over. And his son decided to start a war. And that's it. Everything, everything ended right there. Uh, he died. His kid died. And I got game over. It was a blast. <laughs> it sounds a lot like Stellaris. Yeah, well, Stellaris is also a paradox game. So oh, is they, it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, that makes they, sense. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities in those. It's a really fun game. I recommend everyone try it out. It just came to console. It's been out on PC for like two, a year and a half now, possibly, I think. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so I definitely give this one a shot. I'm also I've been playing GTA five. Uh, I came out for next gen. I was like, uh, ten dollars for the online edition. You're what's why wrong not? with people. Yeah. This is why they keep doing <laughs> why it. Why <to> not? <laughs> why not? Why not get not get that free upgrade that I should have gotten, right? Because smart delivery screwed that, I guess. It's actually it looks pretty, to be honest. Like uh just like in the lighting, that's like the biggest upgrade in the game. Besides that, it's just standard GTA, you know, shoot people raids have some stupid nine-year-old yell at you it's fun times you don't you don't need to justify your purchase tom it's okay that's okay it's grand theft Auto five we all know it looks like a 360 game i also got the gta 5 plus membership 
No, no, okay, all right. No, 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 no. This you, is where did I really? draw the line. This is where I, I did. draw the oh, line. Gonna, that'll be an See, extra. I was gonna, I was, an extra. Yeah, I was gonna save that for later, but I have to throw it in there. We're talking about that an extra. All right. <laughs> Catch that on Monday. Oh my lord. Oh, I'm I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you now. Uh, I also moved you and uh, Garrett. I switched you in the video version because it's symmetry. Videos on top. That's what no I was about to say. It's like, did you like just bottom row me for a guy who likes it? <laughs> i'm putting you two down at the bottom all right although i mean tom like says he likes infinite the best too so maybe i should put him down there mm. can't do <laughs> it can't do it symmetry yeah symmetry. come on come on you're lucky you're lucky you're even here uh <laughs> uh all right guys uh it's time for a segue so i have oh a seat God. while i grab some books and tell you this week's stories um story number one playstation has finally revealed their game pass competitor in a blog post revealed uh on tuesday was it or was it yesterday um honestly time's a circle it was revealed this week i think it was yesterday um that playstation plus and playstation now would be merging into a new three-tiered subscription service a first tier known as playstation plus essential is PlayStation Plus as we know it today, with two downloadable games, discounts, cloud saves, and online multiplayer. There'll be no change in price, so it's $10 a month or $60 a year. Tier 2, known as PlayStation Plus Extra, adds a catalog of 400 PS4 and PS5 games, all downloadable to play for $15 a month or $100 a year. And tier three, called PlayStation Plus Premium, gives you all of that and an additional 340 games, including PlayStation 3 games, which are only available via cloud streaming, and a catalog of PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and PSP games available in both streaming and downloadable options. It will also give you a time-limited game trial feature. This tier will run you $18 a month or $120 a year. Current PlayStation Now subscribers will enter at this tier. So, guys, we've heard the rumors of PlayStation's Game Pass killer, Game Pass competitor, and this is what they come out with. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it over to you, Ethan, first. Uh, what are your thoughts on the, the tiers? We have some more to the story coming out, some words from Jim Ryan after the fact, but I just right. want your overall thoughts on the subscription service that they revealed. Yeah, uh, I don't think this is anything that surprises us. I think most of us leading up to this thought that this was going to be the way they were going to go. Um, you know, it's just I, the biggest thing for me is I don't understand why they are making it so much more expensive to subscribe monthly. I feel like in, in the world of subscription services, most people pay monthly, right? I don't know many people that pay yearly. I'm sure one of y'all do here and there, but uh, that's that was a little weird to me. Um, and at the same time, splitting it up into three tiers, well, technically four tiers, if we're talking about that other $18 a month one, uh, it, I don't like that. I, I don't think that idea is very good. Um, it just confuses players more. I think you need to direct people to be like, what, what do you want us to get? Because for Xbox, we all know it's game pass ultimate $15 a month. We get all the perks of everything that we know what we have to do to get all that stuff with the four different tiers. It's just, it seems really complicated and convoluted and unnecessary. Um, it's just Sony doing a Sony thing. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think this is good for PlayStation players. I mean, this is a step up of what they've had. Um, obviously there's issues 
um, with the PS3 ports, I'm sure a lot of people are people are a little upset that they can't just play natively on PS5 or PS4 consoles. Their PS3 games that seems a little silly to me. Just put in a little extra work to do the ports. Xbox has done it. You know, we, you guys can do it too. Uh, but but overall, nothing crazy surprising out of this. Um, and yeah, and also locking demos behind a paywall that seems a little ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. And then I know a lot of PlayStation players who have been arguing about how, oh, we get discounts. Xbox players get discounts, too, for Game Pass Ultimate. Let's clear that up first, because that was one of the biggest things on Twitter and on all the social media is people saying, oh, look, we get discounts. Xbox players do, too. So that's even. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will just clarify. It is only three tiers, uh, Ethan. It is it's essential, extra, and premium. What was that one about the time limited game trial? Yeah, that's premium. So premium, oh, the premium okay. tier is is, is everything. Yeah. Still, uh, even three tiers, I don't think it's really necessary. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you could either just wrap it up into one full tier or put it into two tiers like Xbox. I feel like that's the best model that you can do this at. For sure. Uh, it's Kyle in the chat says I literally pay yearly except for Game Pass Ultimate and Crunchyroll because yearly is a hundred dollars or eight thirty three and a sub per month is seven ninety nine. Yeah, I don't. I also I pay for PS Plus yearly. I, I thought most people play for year or pay yearly. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know people who are paying monthly. You're throwing money down the drain. Just just my opinion. Just mine. Uh, shout out Crazy Lou Gaming in the chat. Thanks for showing up, buddy. Happy to see you and happy Cloud Gamer. Glad you guys could stop by. Um, but back to the topic at hand: PS Plus games or PS Plus new subscription service. Uh, Tom, what are your what are your initial thoughts on the new tiers? Uh pretty good, honestly. Really? But, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think everything besides the premium is like good. The premium one just seems like, a, uh, you know, you get the backwards compatibility with the streaming of PS3 and PS2 games. I want to play that stuff natively. So that tier to me is like, all right, not even considering it at all. Um, obviously, extra, if you were already a person who was paying for PS Now before, it's a no-brainer. It's going to be like a, what, a $5 extra on top of what you were paying before. and You're getting that with PS Plus. That to me is the best deal. Um, as far as like we all knew that they weren't gonna do day one games, it, it was expected. But uh, hopefully, hopefully, they put some backing into this and actually push out some decent games now and then. That's all I want. That's all I ask for. I would subscribe. I would for sure subscribe. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't know if I share that sentiment, uh, but I want I want to throw it over to uh, to Aman. What are your What are your thoughts? I'm surprised Sony did this actually, because like compared to Microsoft, Sony is not consumer friendly at all. They're pretty anti-consumer. So, um, so yeah, I, I was shocked they did this. So I'm just happy they did something like this, because you know I I play a lot on the, on my PlayStation on my PS4, trying to get a PS5, playing on the PS3 currently. Um, so yeah, I'm happy they did this. This is a very good deal. <laughs> this is a very good deal for me. Um, for fifteen dollars for like four hundred games, I'm fine with paying that. And like considering the backlog of PS4 games that have been last generation, um, I think we're going to see some really good games on there. I think the only negative here to discuss is that they don't have day and date uh, releases, uh, which again, mm. if PlayStation had day and date releases, I think you would knock Game Pass out of the park. And that's that's it would easily knock Game Pass out of the park because like Amon, PlayStation Studios I would agree with you one hundred percent. 
Yeah, go on, Tom. I, I agree with you. They have yeah. higher quality games that people like, love. They're, they're I, I'm not even going to lie. They just banger after yeah, banger. But they the don't year, have right? as many. That's the yeah, thing. That's, yeah, they like, don't have like, so Xbox be, has weekly day and yeah, dates, while PlayStation might yeah, have three like, or four a year. Like, oh, the weekly. Quality, don't take again, it that far, buddy. <laughs> this last month, <laughs> weekly. Yeah, but all right, see, guys, like, all again, right. the only good things to come day and day into Game Pass so far are Halo Infinite and Forza Horizon 5. All right. Now you're just chatting garbage, bro. No. <laughs> like, what is Ahmad doing today? I don't Psychonauts, know. Psychonauts <laughs> 2, Outriders, I mean, yes, I Microsoft Flight okay. Simulator. I, I forgot about Outriders, that. I'm sorry. Um, Take that Outriders was a good game, all right. Despite the see, no, see, if Sony had all their like all like all their games from last year and this year so far come out day and date into their service, it would have been way better. Like Ghostwire Tokyo, Sifu, um, Horizon Forbidden West, um, you know, uh, Returnal, Demon Souls, Spider Man, Miles Morales. That's way nope. better than you just Forza named basically every game that has come out yeah. on PlayStation since the PlayStation Five. Yeah, but these <laughs> games are way better. Than will get day and day these games, these six Xbox. games I just named, are Thank way you, better Garrett. than yeah, like, uh, are way better than Forza and Halo. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna like, say you, you want to know? I, I want to take it that far. I want to take it that far. No, you, now, was, now you're on my crap list again. You want to know where you're getting Ghostwire Tokyo day and date when it comes to Xbox on game? Yeah, a year later with Deathloop. And yeah, and have you seen the state I of games these that. days? Loop. It'll get most of the patches out. Thank you, PlayStation, for being my beta tester. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, have you seen the black backlog of games? I might get to it a, in a year and a half. I, I, Aman, I have to say, you're right. When it comes to PlayStation first-party games, if we're talking about the God of Wars, the Horizons, the the uh, Gran Turismo's, the quality of those games, yes, they're higher budget. They may have better graphics, more uh, quality maybe to Gran them. Turismo, though, Ethan, take that. One. I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't play Gran Turismo, so I don't know. I was just shooting a name out there. But at the end of the day, you can't say Sony has more releases like that than Xbox does. Xbox is releasing a massive game probably monthly. On Game Pass, yeah, like but where, 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 like where are those Starfield games? We haven't seen any of them and... yet. We have okay. It's uh, obviously like three years down the line. I might agree with you, but right now, where are those monthly bangers, bro? Xbox Game Studio was just named the best publisher last year. So you're telling me they 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 won I by see, a big I, I disagree with that. I, yeah. I thought uh, they were they were clearly second best. I listen. Okay, I have a PS5, and I disagree with you so strongly. There is, there is, no yeah, you don't play half the games on the I know you because half of them don't. Games. I'm sorry, but, uh, it, it's Kyle says it. Uh, yeah, the quality you can play five third person action adventure games that all play exactly the same. No, he's wrong. Mm -hmm. he's yeah, that's so true. wrong. No, that's true. No, in 10 return, I mean, one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. No, see, they're, they're not they're not the same. Demon Souls, uh, Returnal, and uh, Horizon are com three completely different games. Yeah, okay, sure, they but... might all be third person, but they're completely different games. You telling okay. me that they all play the same? That's just that's nonsense. In 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 general, most of them have the same formula. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, they don't have the same formula. They have the same, um, like you could say, uh, design or uh, like their artistic design is probably the formula. same. Formula, but they're. But the gameplay, no, no, no way, no way. Yeah, 
the, the gameplay of these critically okay, you're telling me okay now wait it's kyle just said in the chat um uh, because horizon forbidden west is underwhelming it's the only reason it's underwhelming is because it launched the same month as Eld elden ring if elden well, ring didn't launch in the month, crazy amount of no, bugs no yeah and the crazy amount, amount of bugs oh <laughs> yeah but it's still got it's still got an 80, 80 89 metacritic 87 yeah 87 that's still that's still very good so it's as good as Halo. How much did Halo get again? Just throwing it out there, eighty-seven. 87. Oh, eighty-seven. Okay, yeah. I don't yeah. think Halo deserved an eighty-seven. It's it was an eighty oh. at best. What but, the um, we can't. We can't rehab. We can't do this right now. Oh. We gotta move okay. on. All right. All right. I'm on. Okay. Oh, yeah. right. Gotta give right. Garrett a chance. Garrett. Oh, yeah. 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 Please. What do you? Think I'll try of the to new be quick. I think it should have been more competitive. I was hoping that it would be a lot closer to Xbox so that we could at least. Hopefully not see a price hike in the next two or three years, which with like the gap in what's available, I think we can potentially see a $5 price hike in the next two to three years. And that and a uh, funny little thing. I was looking at IGN's thing today. I think it's funny how they left out a whole day one release category. I saw that IGN. Oh yeah, that chart. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'll be quick. He, he tucked me out. <laughs> so, so is is this as bad as I was expecting? No, no. Is it as good as I was expecting? Also, no. I, I, for me right now, I don't see a reason to subscribe at anything higher than what I currently have at PlayStation Plus Essential. For well, like the... you're literally getting 400 free games with extra. So here's here's my caveat. That's fluff, though. No, exactly. Here's my caveat. So we need to see the catalog, and I think Crazy Lou exactly. in the chat is yeah. saying that what what games do they offer? Yep. Is the service going to do? Is it going to rotate the games? Will exclusives have a discount? Uh, you, for me, I literally need to see the catalog because I am concerned that when they said that they're merging PS Now into PS Plus, that they meant that literally. Because if you take the 400 games from Extra and the 340 from Premium, it's almost the exact number that is currently in the PlayStation Now catalog. If they That's are literally taking the PlayStation Now catalog and putting that as the catalog, I do not want that. That is not yeah. worth the subscription. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, Because as someone's had a PlayStation Now, there's not much there. There's not... there's. Some good PS3 classics, don't get me wrong. All the Sly Cooper games, all of the Ratchet and Clank games, like you can stream them, which I'm not happy about. I, I don't want to stream the PlayStation games. I do think we'll see, we already know there's going to be a few new entries, like Returnal, like Miles Morales, Spider-Man, um, and that we're going to have PSP games. I think that could be a big draw because I did not have a PSP. So if you put games that appeal to me and you refresh the library from what it is now, then yeah, maybe I will subscribe at the extra tier. Maybe that's where I stay, like Tom was saying. Maybe that's the the, the good point because then I get the new, the PS4, the PS5 games that I will play more than the old games. But I could jump into premium if I see that there's old games and they consistently add them. And then I'm like, oh, hey, a Tales game that was on the PS2 that I never got to play. I'm going to subscribe for a month to premium, play that, knock it out, and then and switch back. That is where I see the appeal for that tier. Yes, Ethan. The the other thing with this, I think, 
in accompanying this announcement, they really should have started highlighting some of the main points of what their catalog is going to be. I don't know why they didn't do that. If they came out and said, you're going to be able to play Metal Gear Solid 4 day one, you're going to be able to play this day one, this day one, that would have been awesome and people would have gotten more excited about it. But their press release, everything they did leading up to this, it was a lot of dry business stuff. And it's like, this is what it's going to be. You pay for this, we're going to give you this. But they didn't give details. They didn't give what games they're doing. I mean, Xbox is still actively promoting video games from decades ago that they're putting on the Game Pass service. That's something that we're not seeing out of Sony. And I think they really need to double down on that because mm -hmm. Sony's catalog is legendary. The games they came out during the PS2, PS3, PS4 era, eras, there's a lot of legendary games that if they started advertising them again and people were like, oh, yeah, I remember the hype of that game. I'm going to jump back in and play that again. You know, I so I don't know why they're doing it this way. I'm hoping leading well, I'm hoping in the next few months they're just consistently promoting a lot of old games like Last of Us, like the God of War 2018, stuff like that. But mm -hmm. you know, we'll we'll have to see what Sony wants to do with it. Yeah. So if the catalog is good, I think that's basically where everyone should stand right now. Like wait and see what the catalog actually looks like before you're like, I'm going to subscribe at any certain tier. Because I think it's a little pre presumptuous to be like, oh, they're going to have so many backwards compatibility games, which right. high, putting backwards compatibility behind a paywall is garbage. I, yeah. I I said this on Twitter. There better be a standalone store for me to purchase these games like one off if I don't want to subscribe. I, I bet there won't be, but no, there, there be. should be. Also, why no Vita support? If they're putting PSP games, why can't we get Vita games? I forgot that was even a thing. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> um, in terms of the prices, I it's fine. The monthly. Do not subscribe at the monthly tier. No, that you're getting ripped off incredibly hard if you subscribe to this at the monthly tier, uh, yearly or nothing. But uh, anyone got any other talking points on the actual structure of the tier before we move into some comments that we want to talk about? Okay, so part two of this story is Jim Ryan did an interview uh, when he announced this with GamesIndustry.biz uh, to speak about the new subscription service, but he makes some passive-aggressive comments about Xbox Game Pass, if you ask me, uh, saying, quote, We feel like we are in a good, virtuous cycle with the studios where investment delivers success, which enables yet more investment, which delivers yet more success. We like that cycle, and we think our gamers like that cycle. In terms of putting our own games into this service or any of our services upon their release, as you well know, this is not a road that we've gone down in the past, and it's not a road we're going to go down with this new service. We feel if we were to do that, the games that we make at PlayStation Studios, that virtuous cycle will be broken. The level of investment that we need to make in our studios would not be possible, and we think the knock-on effect of the quality of the games that we make would not be something gamers want. However, he clarifies that this is just their current position and could change in the future. Um, Tom, you sent this to me. So I'm going to start with you because from where I'm sitting, it basically seems like he's being he's calling out Game Pass and being like, you put your first party games in the service because your first party games aren't as good as ours. Yeah, and it, it seems like a low blow. And honestly, what I feel like the reason is, is because not necessarily because of the quality of the games, because I think the quality of your studios will stay the same. It's just 
the fact of the matter is Sony doesn't have as much capital to be able to risk putting all their first party games after they spent so much money producing them. Uh, it would take forever to return. Even right now, Game Pass wasn't making money for, like, what, a couple years, right? So I don't think that Sony can even afford that kind of loss. So can we see it in the future? Like Jim Ryan, you know, was possibly, you know, alluding to possibly down the line if a lot of people are subscribed to the service and somehow, you know, Sony makes it big in terms of like winning the freaking jackpot. But no, it's a, it's a low blow. The quality of the games on Game Pass from like the day one releases, are, they're comparable. Obviously, they won't publish of the year, like you mentioned in, the, in like the, the last story, or the same story, I think. But yeah, so that's all I got. Okay. All right. Well, I got to go to Amon next since he's he's feeling feisty and talking about how great PlayStation <laughs> is. Which PlayStation is great. Don't get me wrong. I love me some PlayStation. They make some good games. They make some games that everyone else seems to love, and I'm like, I don't like these at all. But Amon, uh, what, what do you think about Jim calling out uh, Game Pass here? Uh, he isn't wrong. No, I mean, okay. oh my like, god, I'm, I'm serious. No, dude, you guys, start you playing got, on a PS3 out of nowhere, right? And your your entire your entire perspective changes. This is his villain arc. No. <laughs> yeah. It's his heel turn. <laughs> you see, like, <laughs> I'm genuinely serious. You guys are bland, blinded by biasness. I'm not. I'm a no, neutral. no. Don't say that no, before I say my point because you're gonna like no, no. my point. I, I'm a new. Okay, fair enough. But like, I'm a neutral gamer. I love both consoles. I love Xbox for what it is. I love PlayStation for what it is. Um, Kevin, stop lying. You don't play half the place, half of PlayStation games. Um, but um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I do think Jim Ryan's right at right now at the moment, comparing the quality of games PlayStation have released so far with the PS5 generation compared to what Xbox has released for first party. PlayStation's quality has been way higher. You I don't even have a PS5. <laughs> I've seen gameplay, all right, but like, um, like if he, the only one that would probably be able to compete, in my opinion, is Forza Horizon Five. But everything else is just nowhere near. They're just nowhere near that level. May, like maybe two years, one or two years down the line, sure. I think Xbox can probably do even better than PlayStation is doing right now. But at the moment, no, the quality is not better. I'm so. I'm literally angry. spitting facts. <laughs> Bro, why are you I'll guys say, cutting? The only, like, can, can I just go in on Yes, please, okay, please thank go. You. So, number one on your education. Yes, their game quality has to be good if they expect you to pay $80 for 60 hours worth of content. Stop. Just Canadian put dollars. Your, That's not <laughs> yeah. dollars. Come on. Oh, yeah. Well, come on. <laughs> and then, like, what even was my second? He just flabbergasted me. Oh. And then, like, I couldn't really understand your liberal or the legal jargon on, like, what Jim Ryan was saying. So I put it through, like, Google Translate. And then all I got out of it was, like, money, 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's still, like, it's pretty much what it equated to. That People will still pay money. <laughs> that's pretty much what it equated to. So, like, if that's what you want to shill for them, there, Amon hats off to you but i'm no <laughs> garrett's over here like vince mcmahon is running vince McMahon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that got me that got me good man i did not expect that google translate money, money, money. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Uh, all right. Um, listen, Aman, I'm just saying. Set, bro, I got more platinums than you, and I've had PlayStation. <laughs> I've only had a PlayStation Five. Yeah, but then I, I don't, I don't complete games. I don't like hundred percent them. Like even on Xbox, <sighs> like I have like one hundred percent, and that's um, like bro, fractured minds. That's it. Like if I your games are so good, why aren't you playing them to completion? Because I just, fractured, I just beat wait, the main wait, game wait. and I'm done with it. Like, even for me, even for like some of my favorite games, I, I never got the platinum. I never got a platinum for a single Arkham game, and you know how much I love those. Wow. Just as a disclaimer to everyone, Fractured Minds takes 15 minutes to 100%. We <laughs> raced it. He's like, yeah, I got Avatar The Last Airbender 100%. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Didn't the tutorial. <laughs> uh, uh, See, Ethan. Happy Cloud Gamer okay. gets it. Let, he gets it. Let me bridge the divide here. Let me okay. come down the middle. Okay. In terms of Jim Ryan's statement about the day and date first party games, I don't think this was a dig on Game Pass. I think this was him knowing that when they made this announcement that people would question that. That that was the biggest question leading up to this was, is PlayStation going to release day and date like Xbox? I think he just wanted to get out ahead of the whole media cycle and say, no, that's not what we're doing, just to make it clear. You know, because I, that's what everyone's question was when this was leading up to this. So I, I think that was more of just a preemptive strike on his part. I don't think that was a smack to Game Pass at all. Um, in terms of profitability for them, I don't think that would be profitable for them because we can debate the quality of the games all we want. The fact of the matter is, is Sony invests a lot more money in their first party games than Xbox does. That's not saying Xbox doesn't invest a lot of money in its first party games. I'm just saying Sony goes above and beyond for that. Uh, so releasing those day and date. Yeah. You need to have those $70 price tags to make those games profitable. Cause they're spending hundreds of millions on some of these games to develop, especially like God of War Ragnarok has been super expensive. Gran Turismo is very expensive. Ratchet and Clank was very expensive, you know? So I, I think it's true that he doesn't think, that it's going to be profitable for them if they do that. So what I think their strategy is probably is they're going to see how this subscription stuff goes and they're going to try and get away from the growing pains that Xbox had to get through to make it profitable. And then when they feel that it's time to do it, when they know they can be profitable while doing it, that's when we're going to start seeing first party uh, day and date releases because he leaves it open-ended. He says that's not necessarily what's going to happen forever. Uh, so I think he left that open because this is basically like a trial run for is this going to work for our services and are we going to be able to make money while still being able to invest as much money as we want to into these projects. Mm -hmm. I think that brings up a good point that I, I'm going to I'm going to go back to Video Game Chronicles who say that gaming subscriptions only account for 4% of the total revenue generated in North America and Europe markets. Uh, according to analysis, uh, analyst Pierce Harding Rolls says Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation Plus, and Nintendo Switch Online generate 3.7 billion yearly, but that pales in comparison to the 81 billion generated from other game spending. Phil Spencer said last month, "I want to make clear that people out there that uh, on Xbox, there's not one business model we think is going to win." I often get asked by developers, if I'm not in a subscription, am I just not viable to Xbox anymore? It's absolutely not true. This comes also off comments from Jim Ryan, who was talking about he doesn't believe specifically subscriptions are the future, saying he doesn't think gaming will go the way of Spotify, Netflix. 
He does, however, think live service games might be the future, saying some of the live service games that are proving very successful these days, and I'm not restricting this comment to console, they're effectively subscription services in themselves, and they're very much tailored to the needs of the gamer who loves whatever the game that they spend hours and hours with month after month after month. That phenomenon of the live service game that has, in very large part, fueled the enormous growth of the game industry we've seen over the last 10 years. I think that trend towards live service will continue. And if you look for a model in our category of entertainment, which supports sustained engagement over a long period of time, live service games arguably fit the bill better than subscription services. So maybe I brought this in, Ethan, because I thought you made a good point where you were like, you, things could change and PlayStation isn't going all in on subscription services. I think gyms, and we know this because they've said it before, Jim Ryan is is basically touting the fact this is our subscription service, but we care more about live service games and we're investing in that live service. We talked a few weeks ago about how they want 10 live service games in the next like six years or something. Is it possible that we see the subscription service and the live service model on playstation kind of support each other maybe put the live service games into this new playstation plus tier and then they have that consistent they have the revenue from the subscription service they have people playing their live service games giving them microtransactions i think that might be their ultimate goal here i think that's how they get the money to to fund their single player narrative games which is great you know if, if they can find a hit that people want to keep playing good on them but for me, like those aren't the games I look for. And I certainly adding those to the subscription service won't do anything for me. So I'm, I'm open up. I, I read some more comments. Uh, anybody, anybody want to jump in there about live service? Yeah, I think he's wrong on this one for sure. Really? I think streaming services are the future and live service games aren't. Okay. Could you uh, elaborate a little more? Why do you, th you feel that way? See, again, like live service gaming a lot of companies are trying to dip their feet into this new uh genre i would say like ubisoft's done it they failed miserably and now uh gta is doing a uh, gta is trying to do a similar thing with their new gta plus thing uh, i mean they've been doing yeah, it for nine years yeah gta yeah, yeah they have, but like now they have their own subscription service in the game within the game i don't know if that was there before or not but yeah um yeah, but yeah, I I just don't see life service games being the future. People aren't gonna get tired of it just like they get tired of every genre, and they're, they're gonna want something new. Where whereas I see streaming services, they can live on for a while because like you're basically paying a minimal fee for uh, countless hours of entertainment. So yeah, I I have to kind of disagree with you that live service isn't at all part of the gaming future. I think it's gonna be a big chunk of it. Um, yeah, it when, is. It is, but like, I just don't think it's gonna. Is it's, I don't think it's the future. I don't think that's what companies should. Okay. They put put all put. They shouldn't put all their eggs in one basket. Yeah. Basically well, the, the thing yeah. I equate to live services. Let's look at a game like Skyrim. Right. It's a game that came out in 2011. It had a bunch of DLCs for a few years here and there, and then that was it. Bethesda was done with it. Skyrim. Well, yes, it's been re-released a hundred times, but the thing that's kept Skyrim alive and so popular, especially on the PC front, is the modding community and adding more content to a game. A live service is kind of just that, but in a professional sense, and they can monetize it. So if you make a subscription service and you have 10 games that are as popular as Skyrim, 
and all of them have been going on for years and years and years and adding new content, I think that's a really good sell for a subscription service, especially knowing that you can't compete with Xbox in terms of day and date games coming out on your subscription platform. So if you have those 10 or 11 or 12 or however many, it's going to be core live service games on your sub feed. That's great. And you're constantly notifying your players, hey, new content just dropped for this game. Jump into it. Do this, do that. And you can jump between different games all, all within a month. Um, but at the end of the day, that's not how I really want to play games. I'm not the biggest fan of live service games like that. I think it's cool in, in limited quantities. Uh, but in terms of specific, like only live service games, I don't like that idea. But I, I think that's a good business model going forward to be able to compete with Xbox because they know they're not going to be able to compete on the front of releasing first party day and day titles. See, instead of doing that, I think they'll be a lot more successful. For example, PlayStation makes a game like Sea of Thieves. Um, they support it for three to four years and then they release a sequel to it. I think they'll make a lot more money that way, and especially if that, game's, that game is successful, that, that everyone's going to go, go buy that $70 game. And they're going to make a lot more money that way. And that's the, that's just the way I see it. Obviously, there's other factors involved with the pricing and stuff. But yeah, I just think they could make more money that way I instead think of supporting a game forever. I think it depends on the game. Like Fortnite, I don't think we're going to see Fortnite 2. Yeah, because it's, it's a free no. game, right? But unless they just stop, they just stop month, like supporting Fortnite and they make the second one paid, that would, that would bring nope. in quite a lot of money. Right? I, I, nobody Perfect. would buy it. Nobody would buy it. Everyone would buy it. All the 12-year-olds would buy it. Bro, they play Fortnite because it's accessible and free. Yeah, but then they also spend $100 a week on V-Bucks. So. I want to find someone spending $100 yeah. a week there's on V-Bucks. I'm sure there's plenty of Bro, people I know, like I that. I know people I mean, the game spend a lot more than that in a single day. A they lot should. more than that. Yeah. Can I get, yeah, can I get a lot more numbers? than that in a single day. Yeah, but you need the free players, and then you have the whales, the ones mm -hmm. spending the hundred dollars right. a week. That's what makes them. That's money. how it's sustained. That's yeah. right. Whales. Yeah, I know that term because my brother plays Genshin Impact. Right. <laughs> Is he a whale? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> he's got a for certain characters. I think, um, like you know, the gotcha mechanics. Has he spent a lot of money on it? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, what what do you define a whale? Is there like a price limit? Jeez, I don't know. It's anyone that buys more well, than like three items wait. on a store. Yeah, I if think, it wasn't probably. in Super Size Me, it was a person who goes to this location more than three times a week. I, it, oh, was, is this a yeah. term for Super Size Me? That's, yeah. that's a throwback. Yeah. yeah, I'll go with that. Okay, all right. Uh, interesting. I mean, I did see him drop like $300 on one character to try to get one character one time. So. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a whale. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a whale. It's all right. It's all right. But I, I, I think that's an interesting thing to point out, though, is that with Jim Ryan saying he wants to do 10, let's say 10 for the sake of argument, live service games, if he throws all 10 of those at a wall, yeah, a bunch of them are going to be like Babylon's Fall and not stick. But if even two or three of those stick, that's billions in revenue, mm -hmm. like billions, because those games are going to get you eight, nine, 10 years worth of microtransactions. It's, exactly. a, it's, a, it's a great business strategy in terms of making money and then reinvesting that money into great single player experience. There's a reason they and bought as much far as microtransactions yeah. go, they're way more credible to a game that lasts 10 years than something that lasts right. three, right? Because people want that OG skin, right? The one yeah. that they discontinued six updates ago. Mm -hmm. It's that fear of missing out, that FOMO. Yeah, FOMO. That's what gets people. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Happy Cloud Gamer says Xbox will lead the future of gaming like cloud gaming. And we all know Xbox has deep walls to buy more studios. Some years we will see bigger and even better games. PlayStation needs to wake up. Um, see, that's what I think is the future. Cloud gaming. Not for a while. Not for a while. Yeah, We've... like in the next uh, 30 years. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, yeah. once, they, once Microsoft sets up the Oasis so we could all Ready Player One it. Hold on. One of our quiet. stories later on is about this, so we can I'm, save it. All. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> waiting for this. Is about cloud gaming, but like VR. Like my brother and I always say, the only thing we're interested for VR is if it could be like sort our online, where we literally lay in bed, put a headset on, and like our consciousness go. Like that is what I'm looking for. I don't care about the little beat saber over here. All right. That's a terrible analogy for something that you want. That's <laughs> like it's, an awful no, thing. No. That's <laughs> dope, bro. You want to get trapped into a virtual world and no, die. Not the, in the trapping room. part, but the actual game. <laughs> You'll is... wake up with all of your family scarred because they had to look see, after actually, your body for the last three years. <laughs> like well, what it would be like you know you sleep for eight hours a day instead of sleeping mm -hmm. those eight hours you're sleeping in the real world but you're sub but you're subconscious that would be those eight hours that would be a horrible effect that would be great i would love, I would love it that. i'd be gaming yeah. all night it'd be great <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing half the human condition or half the human population enters psychosis i mean a week elon <laughs> musk near link yeah i don't no, trust that man. guy with my yeah, brain no. I'll tell you that <laughs> not him maybe maybe yeah. phil spencer i'll trust in my brain but not elon <laughs> all right guys uh let's move on to story number two jez corden at windows central revealed today that xbox game pass is going to be getting a family plan option later this year while no exact details have officially been announced according to jez sources the family plan will let Five accounts utilize Game Pass for far cheaper than paying for five separate Xbox Game Pass accounts. Details we need to know still. Will there be separate family accounts for PC and console Game Pass? Will the family plan allow every account to utilize Game Pass Ultimate? Obviously pricing, but it is good to know that one of the most requested features is apparently on its way. Um, I, I'm going to go first because I think this is amazing. Um, I, obviously I game share with my brother and he pays for Xbox game pass, but we have like my friend and his wife, they have a game pass and they game share. It would save everyone a lot of money. If you could get your four friends, put them all on account and split the costs. And I was doing the math guys. All right. Even if they were like this family plan costs $500 a year, that is still $80 cheaper than an Xbox game pass ultimate account. For one person, uh, if you divide it up by five, you would save. We can $80. do it. Five of us. I uh, know. I'm sorry. I'm taking. I'm taking. Yeah. yeah no. find someone else. And, <laughs> I, and I'm it, not going with you, Amon. According to Jez, it has to. Wow. No. Wait, wait, stop, stop. Why, Garrett? Why, why, why aren't you going with me? Do we need Where to rehash everything? Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> I I think you could go back an hour and two minutes. Just press play. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can have enough references there yeah uh happy cloud gamer in the chat says i'm so 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 glad coming from a dad with three kids i think exactly like right now you're able to share with one other person this will open it up and just make everyone save so much for money like first of all i can't see them pricing this at 500 dollars for a family plan so it's gonna be cheap 
like when you divide it up amongst everyone. I, I don't see where this is bad. The only thing I'm wary of, if they go the Netflix route that they're trying to do right now, and like if you're not actually in the same location, then they're going to like screw you over or something because we see Netflix trying to do that. That's my only concern. But for me, this is fantastic. Um, Ethan, what, what are you thinking? Yeah, it's it's an absolutely great move. It's not necessarily something for me. I don't really have anyone in my family or my friend group that consistently plays on Xbox for it to be worth it. But for people like not Happy me. Cloud Gamer, for people like Kevin, you know, this is a great idea. And it's just modernizing it to fit what most modern streaming services are like. So this is just continuing that pathway into making this more of just, yeah, this is the Netflix of video games. Uh, so it's just a great move by them uh i honestly i never even thought of it and now that it's out i i wonder how i never thought of it before probably because it just wouldn't affect me but it's it's a great move so i'm happy for all of you that are able to take advantage of this deal now absolutely garrett is this something you're uh you're you'd be down for yeah i'm down for it i just got another question like i wonder if you could have like a family member that's in another country according to jez's report they have to be in the same country as you oh Damn it, that takes out my second question. <laughs> Was Ethan it Tom? Will you be my brothers from another mother? <laughs> so my question is, couldn't you just change your Xbox region or locate? Because you can change it at any time on your I console. think it would have to yeah, do with like, your billing address. It. Your billing I'm, address probably, yeah, it might be. I'm old school. Like I still go down, well, not old school technically when you buy digital, but I still go down to like the gas station. I don't put my credit card on like the Xbox profile. So, oh, like, yeah. I'll go get a gift card, right? So, once I start doing that U.S. location stuff, slash my, like, once a month trips to New Zealand lately, it gets screwy. I've, I've <laughs> had this conversation with him yeah. on Xbox, and it gets really weird. Like, he is in the Stone Ages, Stone Ages of paying. He doesn't trust nobody, so <laughs> it wouldn't work. Uh, I, grab I, my, I grab my I Xbox Game Pass card and right next to my phone minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I see he buys phone like, cards for pay phones. Yeah. I'm still the person who goes to the bank in, like, in person. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, it, I would step foot in a like, bank remember, in three years. <laughs> I, had, I went to like the wild west of like, you know how people are talking about like the crypto billionaires losing their stuff because if they went onto a sketchy site or something. That was like that for online transactions for like the first five, six years. I don't know if you guys were around for that. But yeah, I developed a non-trust of money. I'll go down to a building and be like, hello, Susan, who I'm giving my money to. If this isn't there tomorrow, you, you trust I'm coming back to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I trust a person over the trusting a Fair line enough. of one and zeros any day of the week. Fair enough. <laughs> coming from the double A man himself. <laughs> Classic. Does everything the, the double A way. Yeah. <laughs> the least efficient, most time consuming. Hey, I still use double A batteries too. They're great. Don't even start. Bro, you're killing the Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Yes, Whoa. they're biodegradable now. I looked it up. You could save so much money if you would just buy a battery pack, though. Yeah, but then I got to charge it, and I might forget some no, days. It's and not like, oh, now I got to hook the cord. It's not that. It's that, like, once you get a battery pack, they're in use, and then you're always one or two short, and you always end up having to go get a AA battery that's non-rechargeable anyways. You go two or three years down that cycle, you lost three or four of them. You Look, have six battery banks around your house. No, no, no you're no, just going to no. go back to the double A's. I buy a bulk pack of double A's like this <laughs> thick, and it lasts me like 
six months, so I'm good. I don't need or, to worry about it. Or I have had the same rechargeable battery pack since 2013. It just goes inside Whoa. where the batteries go. How long does it last? Like oh, wait, 14 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Huh? No, it lasts days. That's nuts. That is and, insane. And wow. when it dies, the brand. when it dies, I just plug in my controller in and I keep gaming and it oh, charges my like play. Ooh, too much work. Yeah, no, I've had a wired controller since like. <laughs> Bro. Nope. Are you for, you're right. I'm going to go spend $26 on a pack of double A batteries. Okay? Yup. What? Yup. Oh my Lord. I can't, I can't with you people. Tom, Tom, I don't even, what's the st- family plan? Ah, uh, yes. Neat. It's neat. Uh, it's not as good as what they all like showed years ago when like they, when they first announced like, the Xbox one, they had like an amazing plan where you can like share, for, like share games between people. That was dope. That was a cool idea. This is not as dope, but it's cooler. I mean, I'm sure, I don't think they'll do more than like $25, I would say, probably monthly for the family. Uh, it's good if you have a big family, have a lot of friends, group of people that you know, you're know you willing to do this with. And don't let anyone leech off of you. I'm letting you guys know right now. If you do this, you make sure they pay or you punch them. That's it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We don't condone violence here, unless uh, I do. Unless your name's Will Smith. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> okay. Even that, I don't right. condone. I don't condone what he Let did because I think he was in the, the wrong. Warning. But, I think he was in the wrong, but that's oh, just God. me. Uh, it's Kyle. Every time I have to give a person my information, I worry they'll steal everything I have. I don't trust those real people. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about me? Are you talking about, like I trust computers more than I trust humans. I'm just gonna say that. Or right you're talking about like <laughs> when you pay bills and things, like <laughs> like when I have to pay my insurance agent over the phone, and they're like, "What's your credit card?" Yeah, then I'm I like, can, "I can see that." Yeah, this this might be someone scamming me really, really well. But uh, Bucky Blue, they have rechargeable ones. Made for the Xbox on Amazon, by the way. Yeah, she wants she wants me to get rechargeable oh. ones too. I refuse. Nope. Comes in to. a tiny Xbox Series X charger. So cute. Uh, yeah. I th- I think you should. Mm-hmm. So just do it for him and throw out his double A's, and just force. Please, him. you just can't throw out good double A's. <laughs> I grew up in the early two thousands. That's like gold. <laughs> you can't throw away double A batteries. Come on. <laughs> so you you know what needs to happen is. A snow. Oh, you live in Texas. Uh, I was gonna say a, a snowstorm, and she she gets rid of all the double A's, except your almost dead ones, right before a snowstorm, and then you're trapped with no batteries for the entirety of the snowstorm. You can't play anything. DoorDash. Yeah, that's what, that's what DoorDash. You're gonna DoorDash things in the, the middle powers. of a blizzard. You are yeah. a monster. People are out there working, hustling, making money. I might as well give them some money. You know? Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm Just Canadian. I fully condone waiting for a blizzard to make sure that a 16-year-old brings me my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to earn that tip. You're going to earn that tip. <laughs> That's you guys are hurting. You guys are I don't make sure it's competitive. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> All right, so I'm podcasting with Mussolini and uh, Stalin over oh, here. Oh my uh, goodness, Aman, family plan. What are your thoughts, buddy? Uh, it's pretty cool. If anyone's down to the family plan with me, hit me up. 
He did say it's only within the country, by the way. So yeah. oh, nobody lives in Italy. Oh, nobody lives in Italy. Yeah, yeah. no. Come oh, to God. New York and then we'll talk. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we, I won't talk with you, but like someone else might in New York. Who wants to start a family with me? If you pay for the whole thing, yeah, for sure. Phrasing, phrasing. Hit me up <laughs> at a mod underscore m zero five. Who wants to start a family? <laughs> Speaking of that for a couple seconds, like, please let there be a part two. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be a great dad. <laughs> like, I think you're a little young, but okay, I'm on. There you Moving quick. Oh, all right, guys, that's great. I well, stay tuned for more details about the family. I just plan. need to go grab some milk, guys. What? <laughs> Yeah, you don't need to be starting a family if you're still drinking milk and it doesn't give you tummy troubles. Oh, no, do you guys hell? get the joke? Go to the yeah, store and get not coming back. Oh, yeah, he's got to go to the store. He's oh, like, in America, <laughs> in America, it's going to grab some cigarettes. Uh, you go to grab a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> you can get those delivered too now. I'm done. Uh, true. Story, true. Number, story number three. Uh, another week, another report about negative studio culture. This time, the report is about the creators of State of Decay on Dad Labs. In a report from Kotaku, 12 former and current employees speaking to the outlet complained about a variety of issues at the studio, some of which include sexual harassment issues being ignored by the former head of HR, women being dismissed and ignored during meetings, and that the current studio head fast-tracked his friends for hires. Um, Garrett, you're a big State of Decay fan. What are what are your feelings on this? This pisses me off, man. Like, uh, can't people just go to work and do their friggin' jobs I know, in right? an unbiased way? <laughs> like, why is this still a thing? Like, I'm just tired of it at this point. Mm-hmm. Keep your hands to yourselves, respect everyone in the office, and get my damn game out. It's not that hard. Like the only yeah. thing in this that I don't think that was too insane, just because I am slightly the logical controversial guy I'm on. Take notes. But uh <laughs> like I can't like it's not raising too many eyebrows if a person fast tracked a couple friends. That's about it. But the rest of this, hot garbage. Hot which, garbage. Which I will say Microsoft denied that he did that. He said okay. they had they have review processes for that kind of stuff. Okay. So so then, like, all right. But, like, other than that, hot trash. This, like, do better. Uh, like, Tom. Oh, sorry, Garrett. Oh, no, I was just, you're not some big AAA Activision Blizzard dude when you can hide in bureaucracy. You've made two zombie games. Tighten your shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right, you're right. Passion. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, what are, your, what are your feelings on Undead Labs? Honestly, I read this story. And I forgot what the context was. What was a bad thing they did? Uh, if, it, if I can't remember, it probably was not that bad. Uh, the the human the head of, former head of human resources ignored some sexual harassment claims. Allegedly, um, women said that they felt uh, ignored and their voices were not heard during meetings. Apparently, people were rude to them. Like told them like. Uh, I'm surprised a little girl like you is working here. Just like sexist comments uh, like that. And then just some general, like, um, like the former head, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Stain, uh, Jeff Stain, Strain, whatever. He put out that statement yesterday. We read 
um, where he answered Kotaku's nonsense questions. Um, and he, they were like, he wasn't around as much before he sold the studio. He's like, yeah, I was, I was moving. Like my, my, my wife and children were across the country. I was, I wasn't around. Like, yeah, I, I understand that. So. I mean, be better. That's all I really can say. Uh, as far as like most, like a lot of these are just allegations, but mm -hmm. you know, I also feel like we live in a world where a lot of people have sensitive Nancy's all the time. And that's just the way it is. Uh, some, sometimes you just have to grow a pair and just move on with life, you know, and have a better work culture and an HR that actually does their job. That's all you really need. You get that and you're good. Yep. Uh, in terms of the HR thing, Microsoft, I believe in their statement said that uh, every employee, or I think it was Matt Booty said every studio, if they feel that their HR at the studio is ignoring them, they can always go to Microsoft Human Resources as well. So they do have avenues to to go higher up. Um, again, alleged things that were going on at the studio. Uh, Ethan, I'm gonna throw it over to you. Yeah. So this this story, first of all, is way too long for the content. Yeah. Uh, they really it was a lot of fluff just about the history of undead. Undead. Yeah. It it wasn't a well written article, and it didn't hit the points that it needed to hit. From what I've gathered from this novel that I read. Um, basically we had some really bad apples who were being scumbags at this company and we had an HR director that just didn't do their job. Well, it's not, maybe it's maybe not that she condoned this stuff. It's just that she was a bad HR director. And from what I've seen, she's gone. And from all the employees that they've interviewed, they actually highlighted in the article that they said things are getting better. And then a few of them said, things are perfect. Now I love working here. So this seems to be more of a non-issue. This seems to be kind of a, I, I know the founder came out before this whole story dropped and was said, Hey, I got these weird questions. This seems like it's going to be a hit piece. Let me get out in front of this and, and answer all the questions. So the whole public can do it. And I, and I recommend everyone go view his side of things. Um, but yeah, it's just not a really well written article because I think these are serious issues that need to be addressed. Uh, but it seems like they have been addressed and, and the system worked in this case at least after, I mean, the system didn't work at first, but very quickly things turned around and got fixed. It's not so, Activision. Yeah, it's not like Activision where this is going on for years and years and years and years and things are getting covered up and multiple levels of the company are covering things up. This is a couple bad apples in the core group of developers and just one bad manager that's that's that happens to be in charge of this sort of stuff. Uh, so luckily, it mm -hmm. seems like things have turned around and everyone that works there that was interviewed, it, they're saying that things can be better because things can always be better, but things have gotten better over time. So, yep. Uh, Aman, you there or did uh, the, the milk take longer than expected? <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, I pretty much echo the exact same thoughts as all of you. But I wanted to talk more about how much um, control Microsoft, uh, Microsoft or Xbox Game Studios has over their studios. Uh, yeah. Because, like, again, previously we heard that they're pretty much going hands-free. They're letting the studios do what they want. Mm -hmm. um, we saw how, the, how that turned out for the initiative. Um, and now uh, there's some problems going on here at Undead Labs. So I think th these couple, the next couple of years is just going to be Xbox trying to figure out the balance between hands-free and, like, strict moderation, with, uh, like, the, the middle place between these two, how much control they should have over the studio. So, yeah, I just mm -hmm. wanted to uh, put that out there. Yeah, that's a great point. Follow what Tony does. Yeah. You'll be good. Yeah. 
because like uh, this this hands free technique is not working for all their studios. Like right. uh, we've seen it with the initiatives. Like this, uh, Undead Labs was having a few problems, but now they're in a better position because Microsoft have found their like the sweet spot of where uh, what level of moderation needs to be there. I think mm -hmm. it's going to be different for each studio, and I think yeah. this next couple of years is just going to be them figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think that's a fantastic point. I think that's uh, on Matt Booty will certainly have to address, you know, how much they go hands on with every studio, because it does seem like some of the acquisitions like Ninja Theory, uh, if, if anything came out about them, I would be shocked because they seem super efficient. And everyone that I've heard is like, they love it there. Same thing with, uh, well, I Obsidian say, as well. Yeah, Obsidian. Obsidian. Yeah. Obsidian. Uh, they've they've spoken on Iron Lords about how great Microsoft has been uh, since they were acquired. But then you all the Bethesda teams seem very like self sufficient, like my, almost like you, you wouldn't even know they were acquired. Uh, yeah, they're, they're still, their own things still. You yeah, know? they're still chugging along over there. But there are those those little few teams where maybe they need a, a little extra coddling. Matt, maybe uh, maybe get that booty over to to Undead Labs and just check on them every once in a while. Yeah, I think like Get there's also booty. a few other studios that might be having problems, like in exiling compulsion. We haven't heard anything from them, you know. So there mm -hmm. could be something going on behind the scenes, some uh, yeah. development problems or issues. But yeah. And Kevin, real quick, could I highlight yeah. something that you said that sure. I think is really important? Is that employees at the companies who are development teams for Microsoft-owned studios can go to Microsoft HR. That is a huge thing because when you're working at a company and something happens to you you don't always trust that company's HR to handle it because at the end of the day, the head of HR is getting paid by the company that just committed whatever transgression it was against you. So being able to go to an outside party and offering them that ability to do that, that's absolutely incredible. And I think that's something that's going to save Microsoft's butt going forward in the future. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, listen, we all go to work. I don't, I've never seen anybody being, I, although to be fair, I'm one of two men that work in my office. So I don't really know where sexual harassment will come from. Right. Uh, it's all, it's all women. So, uh, but I feel like if workplaces can do it, the game industry seems to just have a problem. So like sort it out and just do better. Like Tom said, do better uh, and make Garrett's game because he's, 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 uh, he's getting, he's getting angry. Right. Yeah. It's taking forever. Hurry, hurry up. <laughs> All right. Uh, story number four, guys. This comes from Chris Scullion over at Video Game Chronicles. Xbox has unveiled a new publishing division focused on, quote, cloud native games. Announced by Microsoft at GDC, the division, quote, works with studios to develop cloud native titles and bring them exclusively to Xbox ecosystem. The division will be led by Kim Swift, who, as we reported on last year, joined Xbox as cloud gaming director. She states the division's goal is to, quote, partner with world-class game development teams to develop cloud-native games to bring unprecedented experiences to players that can be only be achieved with cloud technology. It is important to note that this does not simply mean streaming games using the cloud, but actually using the cloud to process certain parts of the game, such as physics, lighting, and more. So, uh, I think uh, we've... Just you you want to go first? Well, no, I was just going to say a good example of this is the tech test for uh, Crackdown. Crackdown, yep. Yeah, that's like yep. a good what they mean by that, just in case anyone's wondering. So I had to look that one up, too. I was like, man, this is a new catchphrase. They're using it a lot. Mm -hmm. And everyone knows when a new catchphrase comes out, we need to go find out the new definition. 
But uh, yeah, it's a lot of the tech that's going in behind it, which I think is exciting. So mm -hmm. that means that like Xbox could, in theory, like Halo Infinite number 37, you could start <laughs> to see a group version of let's all get off the ring because it's blowing up together. I think that would be insane. Yeah. So. No, yeah, they they did use this for crackdown at, at one point to illustrate like the, the destruction of the like environments. Yeah. It was it was all processed during the cloud, so it has been used. But now they're trying to put it on full game experiences. So, Aman, you love cloud gaming. You think it's the future? What are you? What are your thoughts? Okay, I don't love cloud gaming right uh, right now. That's not what I've heard. <laughs> but like, yeah, I can easily see it being the future in like the next thirty to forty years. It's going to replace console gaming, without a doubt. Uh, whatever. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking Microsoft's continued um, devotion or con like, uh, efforts to push for cloud gaming. They clearly want to be the first in this market, um, as they were with Game Pass. Phil Spencer is really planning ahead with this stuff. So yeah. Okay. Uh, Tom, I'm going to throw it over to you next. I mean, it's good that they're going to keep investing into, you know, obviously the cloud and cloud infrastructure. I'm, as far as like what they do inside the games, uh, I guess it's cool. Uh, I guess the biggest implementation of this is probably Microsoft Flight Simulator right yeah. now. That's the, the best example we have. Um, so it obviously does work. And if you don't use, if you play it on PC, I don't know if you could do it on Xbox. On PC, you can do it without the cloud and you just have like the world downloaded it doesn't look as good because it's like a really low textured version of everything so it, it obviously works so as you know get more investment in it is great uh you know like happy cloud gamer says he loves cloud gaming let's go <laughs> <laughs> way to go buddy yeah also one more point uh sega is also uh, developing a game on microsoft's cloud azure cloud or something they made they announced something last year sega are developing like a massive game using microsoft's cloud mm -hmm. technology and there's also rumors that uh, Kojima is making a cloud-based game for Microsoft. So I think this could be, you know, uh, more developers could just come in and use the technology and those games could, you know, Microsoft could uh, use Game Pass as a negotiation tactic or something. Took the took the words right out of my mouth, Amon. I was literally yeah. going to bring up, as soon as I read the story, the first thought I had was Kojima. Kojima's yeah. cloud game that he pitched to Google Stadia is finally going to get made because... It's it seems more likely than ever that he's going to work with Xbox about on some cloud gaming um, because yeah. they're pushing these initiatives. So that that's that's a great point, uh, Ethan. I want to get your thoughts on the on the cloud. Yeah, it's really exciting. This is what would get me into cloud gaming. If is if you started developing games with the sole purpose of making them look good on cloud services. This is what would make me play them because uh, I'll go to Tom's example. He, he was talking about Microsoft Flight Simulator. I play Microsoft Flight Simulator fairly regularly. When I play it on cloud, no, it's just not the same. It's not good. I have to go. I have to download it and play it natively on the Series X. It's just not the same. Um, but if if they were to shift focus to cloud gaming when they're developing these games, I think you know it, it would it would help me move more into that market so for now there's not a single game that i would rather play cloud than download and i don't see a point in playing especially game pass games on the cloud it just doesn't make sense to me yeah it's convenient i'll hop into a game real quick play play five minutes see if i want it and then i'll go out of it and download it and play it natively on my series x that's basically what cloud gaming is to me right now 
Um, so, you know, I'm hoping good things come out of this. I'm excited about new tech. I think it'd be cool to have a future where you could just click on a game and just start playing it any game on your console without having to download stuff and it be the same quality as a natively run game. Do I think that's necessarily going to be what it's like in the future? No, I don't think you're ever really going to get it to the point where it's going to be as good as a natively run game. Yes, you can develop games for cloud, but are they going to be as good if you as if you developed them to run on a console? That's the thing. Are we sacrificing quality for the sake of ease of access on cloud services? That's what worries me. All fair points. I, I think uh, we'll, things certainly need to improve before cloud becomes like the, a big focus in the gaming industry. We're slowly but surely making improvements, though. So uh, it'll be exciting to see what happens. Uh, happy Cloud Gamer is going to continue to be happy, I imagine. Um, let's move on to our last story for the day, guys. Story number five. This comes from Jordan Midler over at Video Games Chronicle, who, Jordan, you teased the Sony news, and I didn't get no Sony news. All right, buddy? Nope. <laughs> um, but as revealed in a new blog post from Xbox's general manager of content creation and programs, Chris Charla, Xbox Game Pass has paid indie developers more than $2.5 billion in royalties. Also adding that the total revenue generated by idea Xbox partners on Xbox almost doubled over the last three years. While recognizing the growth and success of idea Xbox, Chris recognizes that the program and team still have a lot of work to do on the discoverability front. Uh, this is kind of a quick feel-good story, I think. Um, I think ID at Xbox, especially over the last two years, has blown up. Like The amount of quality indie games that we've got has skyrocketed. Like I, I played a few indie games here and there throughout like the last decade. Um before the last two years, like, you know, the big ones like Celeste I popped into, like that was, that was one that was like, okay, I'm going to play that because it's getting a lot of praise, critical reception. But I don't know, man, since, since the last two years of, uh, of Xbox, ID at Xbox, I feel like the quality of these indie titles has just skyrocketed and we're just getting more and more. It's almost like when you see a month full of indie games on coming to game pass, it's like, okay, like I'm not even disappointed. Like these are probably gonna be some really good games. Feel free to jump in. Yeah, it's it's absolutely incredible. I played more indie games this last year than I have my entire life, and it's opened me up to a whole new genre of game, a whole new a whole new idea of gaming, and it's just incredible. Um, and and I'm pretty sure these indie developers are making more money than they ever have, uh, being a part of the Xbox ecosystem like this. So it's absolutely it's incredible for them. It's incredible for the gamer. It's so exciting to see. I know I just played Kraken Academy, which was an indie game. I 100% of that. I just played a Memoir Blue, which was which is an Annapurna published game, which was absolutely incredible. I mean, like I said last week, when we thought of indie games way back in our youth, we were thinking of Flash Games on Newgrounds.com. It has completely changed. These are legit video games that can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of the AAA studios, and it's absolutely incredible to see. And it, it just creates so many amazing experiences for a gamer. Yeah, I like what you said about like you know the, uh, the, them actually being supported as well. So a lot of it's like a lot of these uh, it, uh, Xbox developers or I like indie games back in the day, like even like the nerd, like, during the PS3, 360, I want to say that's when they started getting their bigger resurgence. Mm -hmm, a lot of those sure. studios dropped off, like, really quick. Um, but that's because, like, if their game flops, that's it, and no one's buying it. Uh, that's one of the best, like, things about, like, Game Pass right now and having that extra support by Microsoft. These studios are able to, like, produce those quality games that they've been doing before 
and actually have that extra like you know safety safety net and still make money because they're still selling these games on PC half the time half the time. Mm-hmm. So um it's great for and I'm like for example, I'm excited for Scorn. That's one of the uh, it Xbox games, and I followed him on Twitter. I'm always keeping uh, in touch on that one. And there's a lot of good games. There's a, there's really a lot of good indie games. Don't sleep on them. Whenever you see them, like there was 12 minutes that was really good. Uh, a couple like last year, I think that was. Um, what was that? That was good, Kevin. I don't like no, I guess the bad. That was great. Bad game. Bad game. It was good. It was good. Nobody saves the world this year. Play yes, that. nobody saves the world. I, that's that's what I was thinking. Yep. I was like, "What was the action RPG when I played?" Oh, you got to pick the like different characters, like the, the different classes. Yeah, good game. Play yeah. it. Don't sleep on any games. For sure, uh, Garrett. Well, there's not too much to add. I don't know. We're getting up to the hour and a half mark. ID at Xbox is like I don't know. I love it. I've been playing it since like Subnautica. I think was like the first like slightly indie title i don't know that's sort of like a double a game to me it's just not a triple a studio that doesn't really make it an it started idea. as indie for sure yeah it started as indie yeah definitely moved into double a but like i don't know i've always had a hell of a lot of fun in there it's always like uh in between big triple a games that's where i hit up my indie department but uh yeah i don't know over to you amon he did it for me what a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, as, as Ethan said, last year I probably played the most indie games I've ever played. Before that, I probably played, like, one a year at max. Uh, you know, Dodgeball Academia is one that stands out. Oh, dope what game. a fantastic game. What a fantastic game. Um, Nobody Saves the World was really good as well. I don't know. Would you guys consider Hades an indie title? Hades is an indie game, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's Hades. crazy. Yeah. 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 It's one indie game of yeah. the year. Crazy. That was indie my game of the, game that was of the not, year. Not, that's just my it's game of the year. Like, it one, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it technically is though. Like, I know it, it Deep doesn't. Rock Galac- Deep Rock Galactic. That's another game that comes that comes to mind. So yeah, I mean, yeah. That was you show me how to play that game, and I'll say I'm entertained by it. Yeah, I, I don't know, know how to play that game. People yeah, yeah. Again, it was. It, it, like, I've, I've seen streamers play it. it. It looked fun. You, yeah. Garrett, you never played Deep Rock Galactic? I feel like you no, love that game. We played through it when it first came out, but then like I tried it with you guys not too long ago, and like. Yeah, they, you and me played. Yeah, and uh, they won't like they won't tell me how to do the tutorial because it's like you already know everything. It's like, dude, I played for I six hours out, played <laughs> out of like the first week of this being in game preview. This is not the same game. I need a re-tutorial. I get they just dropped me in this black asteroid with bugs crawling at me and stuff. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Look for the pretty rock. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> you basically oh. get an objective, and then you have to dig your like find the objective in the cave somewhere. You get this really obscure three D map. You got to like dig through the ground. You got to go all over the place. Like, there's a map. Yeah, there's there's a giant three D <laughs> map. I <laughs> would have been so much more helpful. Yeah, yeah, I think it. I think it shows like like some of the objectives are like find the eggs that are hidden in the walls, and it'll literally on your map will have a See, blinking we circle. We that. That's, that game's dope. I played that game a ton with my friends. There was also Death's Door. That was also another really good game. Amazing yeah. indie. Devolver Digital and Aperna are two publishers putting out fantastic indie games. And, and that's something I do want to bring up too is how many incredible publishers there are for these indie games now because they're getting so much support. We look at Thunderful Games and Aperna, like you said. I mean, there's a lot of huge publishers. They're putting on their own showcases. We're seeing more indie Devolver. stuff in, in this scene. Yeah, that's Devolver Digital. Like sword, though, because... Like the biggest conglomerate 
besides like some of the big names right now is the Embracer Group, and that's all indie games. Well, they have a lot of double A games too. Yeah, I, I, I would I would classify them more as double A, but they do have a lot of indie studios that they've been picking up. So that's a. That's, yeah. I but, think the, oh the Deep God. Rock Galactic guys we got picked to up mention, by them. We forgot no to mention Among Us. That's like. Oh well, yeah, Among Us. That, that's an indie <laughs> game, right? They just added. They just added not only the Halo Among Us outfits. Yeah. They added oh Scream God. outfits. You can kill people yeah. as Ghostface now. That's the most Halo content we've seen in a month, and it came from Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I want to be Ghostface stabbing people. Is that there a is Forge no? update yet? No, no that's never. Season three, man. Season three. Man. Season three. Season they 12. got me to get a whole new game off the presumption that zombies will come one day. I, I only said it, guys. Halo had play to Master be delayed. Chief Collection. Halo had to be delayed. No, it just needed to not be 343. Okay, okay. all right, all right. We're not, we're not piling <laughs> on Halo. Right. On that hill. Campaign's still great. Yeah. Going at me. Yeah, yeah, campaign's awesome. See, they always do not this. Not co-op, but it's like, awesome. That, they, they that, that, next, story. next story. Next <laughs> story. There ain't no more stories. No, no, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. They excel in one department, but they always screw up in the other one. Like Halo Five multiplayer was amazing, but campaign was, it was ass. okay. Amazing. No, was campaign, was uh, campaign was ass. Multiplayer was amazing for Halo Five. Yeah, multiplayer was really good. Like sure. from what I've heard, I haven't played it obviously, but like from what I've heard, uh, it, it was really good. Um, Halo Four, the other way around. I heard the campaign was really good, and then the multiplayer was bad. And here again, campaign nah, both was really good. Multiplayer was really bad. I hated Halo Infinite multiplayer. I'm dying on that hill. It was one of the worst multiplayers I've ever played. All right, but that's because you Bro. sucked. At yeah, you just a difference. I was pretty good. I played with you guys. The foundation I with you guys. of Halo Five, Halo Infinite—it's good. Ethan was top. I got the second highest kills. No, right? I, I remember was. playing with you guys. I, I, no, yeah. Ethan was top. I remember that. I remember, I, 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 I remember that. I remember that. Ethan was, was uh, first. I was second. And uh, I think Tom or Garrett were third. I don't. I don't care after that. Say, but I was. Second. I. Yeah. I never played with you because when I was playing, all right, Garrett's over there, two and twenty-six. Oh yeah, it was. Garrett was Garvey. rough. On Halo <laughs> I'm. I was leading the scoreboard. Ethan or Tom. Was right. He's the Not first person I'd go to for grounded, but Halo Infinite. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, like any sort of world-building crafting game that actually requires knowledge, not skill. I'm your guy. What you call me uh, stupid? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow all right that's how we're gonna end this podcast and on that fun. note plugs <laughs> garrett where can they find you uh, maybe six feet under after ethan but uh no you can find me on twitter and xbox way one g aman where can they find you and all your nonsense <laughs> you can find me on twitter at aman underscore m05 currently taking family applications so hit me up <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, <laughs> you can find me at White Cedar One on Twitter and Gravy Three Four Four Eight on Xbox. Tom, I'll pack a Tom on Twitter. I'm actually on it these days. Keep my feed toxic. <laughs> you can find me at the Muffin Mons at one and seven nine and own seven a. Follow us at Project X Talk. Stay up to date with all the latest videos. Thanks everyone for stopping by. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate us on your podcast service you're listening to right now. If you made it this far, if not, well, why didn't you make it this far? Uh, but we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Peace. Peace.